Hi, you're with Julian on the Brown Note and Gary Lineker versus the BBC. I'm sure you're aware of the story. I'm English, but I live in Australia, and um, it's been a <laughs> fascinating couple of days. Um, basically, Lineker came out and said something that was deemed critical of the ruling Conservative or Tory party in the UK. Uh, the Tory party went nuts and put a lot of pressure on the BBC and uh, Gary Lineker is the highest paid presenter on the BBC an ex-England footballer who presents match of the day the most prominent soccer football show in the UK and uh, they suspended him for refusing apparently to apologize so basically what the um, like Gary if you don't know who Gary Lineker is he's a golden boy of English football he never got a red card his whole career he was uh, the golden boot winner uh, for the highest scorer in the I think Mexico 86 World Cup a much beloved character uh, unfailingly nice person and in recent times has been um, progressive in his politics in um, calling out unfairness and uh, repugnant bigotry and so on so the powers that be in the Tory party put a lot of pressure on the BBC to um, have him chastised and um, this is what he said it was so awful um, when so the Tory party in the UK are in the kind of death throes that is rare the UK I think out of all of the three Murdoch countries has fared worse America and Australia have kicked out their right-wing governments but in the most blatant display of Stockholm Syndrome the UK keeps asking for a government that will kick it in the face um, they it's it's beyond help um, so we've got you know we've gone through the Brexit years and Boris Johnson and <laughs> whoever that woman was that was the Prime Minister for five minutes um, so they haven't got anything to campaign on anymore at all they can't com they can't campaign on their terrible economic legacy they've been in power for so many years four five prime ministers now everything has been awful they're the worst the worst possible people the worst and most corrupt government they've got nothing to campaign on so they're going for what the right-wing politicians always go for when they've got nothing refugees or people that aren't like us so trying to cash in on that um, Brexit, post-Brexit glow. Um, they've actually come out with all these policies saying that you know the uh, amount of refugees pouring into England needs to be stopped because we want to protect them. I mean, if of all the self-serving liars, saying that you want to stop refugees dying at sea is the reason why you're trying to stop refugees reaching your country is exactly what John Howard did exactly what the Liberals did in Australia John Howard weaponized from the children overboard scandal uh, an election he would have lost and against Kim Beasley and imagine how much better a country Australia would be possibly an entirely different country to the one post John Howard that it is today where no one can afford to live they weaponized refugees very successful the Tories are doing the same Gary Lineker comes out after their new policies to protect refugees um, 
Lineker, who has previously hosted refugees in his home. So many of the attacks on Lineker are just so easily dismissed here because he actually had refugees. People are saying, well, if you want refugees, why don't you have them in your own home? He did. If you care about human uh, rights abuses, why didn't you complain in Qatar? He did. <laughs> like It's just like all of it falls down. Uh, Lineker, who had previously hosted refugees in his home, retweeted a post featuring a video of Interior Minister Suella Braverman talking about the law with the comment, good heavens, this is beyond awful. Challenged by a respondent, he said, and this is the quote that got him in trouble, this is just an immeasurably cruel policy directed at the most vulnerable people in language that is not dissimilar to that used by Germany in the 30s. And I'm out of order? Question mark. This was not um, a particularly offensive comment and the whole world has pretty much come out in support of Lineker to an extent that has proved immeasurably damaging to the BBC. So immediately Alan Shearer and Ian Wright, his co-hosts on Match of the Day, pulled out of Match of the Day. Everyone connected with the show pulled out of Match of the Day, which was due to air last night and aired as an unpresented 20-minute block with no commentary or anything like that. And then throughout the day, virtually every other football-related program, all of the hosts and the staff pulled out in solidarity with Lineker. Even his perennial enemy, Piers Morgan, has been very vociferously attacking the BBC. Traditional blowhards like Jeremy Clarkson have been extremely vociferous in their support of Gary Lineker. And the whole thing has blown up massively and backfired on the BBC as making them look like uh, a public broadcaster that is solely there to do right-wing bidding and as everyone has pointed out if Lineker had act and they said you can't have a political opinion while you're a presenter of our show um, the BBC is supposed to remain impartial and everyone has pointed to all of the other versions of this scenario that have happened with people like Alan Sugar, Jeremy Clarkson saying wildly offensive things but in support of right-wing values they've always been allowed it's only the fact that he has said something that attacks right-wing values that has ever been a problem here um for me i would suggest that the bbc has a charter of values inherent in its mission statement as a public broadcaster don't be racist don't be sexist don't be anti-gay promote uh, tolerance and inclusivity. I would say that Gary Lineker has upheld that charter with his commentary on a noxious, deliberately toxic policy towards refugees. The BBC has now, by taking a stance of suspending him, tacitly sided with the opposite view. That's not a good look for a public broadcaster to be siding with views that are incredibly anti-refugee. He didn't bring the organisation into disrepute. The management of the BBC brought the organisation into disrepute. They have sided with those anti-refugee views. The, everyone knows that there's been an enormous amount of pressure from the Tory party in the UK towards the BBC. And they've buckled and it looks terrible personally i don't think we should ever be impartial towards fascistic ideals or language 
I thought we weren't supposed to be impartial to fascism. I think taking a stance against it is your moral duty. Specifically, if you're a public broadcaster that went through the Second World War. And some of the arguments have been that, you know, he, he works for the BBC, they're a taxpayer-funded organisation. For one thing, why is it only taxpayers that, who held right-wing views that matter in these scenarios? What about all the people that support him? Why don't they get a voice? And the hypocrisy is that the people at Alan Sugar have been employed by the BBC, said terrible things, way more offensive right-wing things. And the BBC has stood up and said, they're a free agent, they're not directly employed. So is Gary Lineker. He isn't directly employed, he's a free agent who's under contract for the BBC. And he isn't a news broadcaster, which is another element to this story. He isn't broadcasting the news and then offering anti-government opinion. He's a free agent who presents sports, offering on his own free time, his own view, which was pretty decent, I thought. And they're making out like, you know, that Lineker, um, like, there was no way that if he'd come out and he put the boot into refugees, the BBC would even care. Which is proven to be a big issue here. It's so obvious that they're in bed with the Tory party and that they folded. It's such a bad look. And part of that is that the current chairman of the BBC is a Tory. He is, uh, he was up to his neck in um, a business deal with Boris Johnson organising him to get something like an £800,000 loan or something. So there is this perception that everyone at the top, like in Australia, the Tory party in the UK have stacked the BBC with their own kind because they hate the BBC. So just as we've done over here with the ABC in Australia, stacking the board with ex-Murdoch staff and so on just to really rub their noses in it. There is now a perception that the chairman of the BBC is just a, a rampant Tory. Um, and that's true, he is. And I suspect he is in much more danger of his position, and so is the Director General of the BBC, who is also a Tory, of losing their positions than Gary Lineker is. But the BBC itself has always been pro Tory. Um, it's always promoted this view of middle posh England, the Daily Mail. Look at their presenters. They're not exactly from the street, are they? They pay lip service to things. But you, every time you hear anyone on the, um, any news broadcaster, the, the accent couldn't be posher. They've all been to Oxford and Cambridge or some posh school. The BBC was enacted in, I think, the 1920s, and one of its first targets were the working class, as when the Labour Party founded in the UK. I think the BBC went completely into bat for the posh side of society. Ironically, uh, the modern BBC, which is so painfully in debt to the government, that began under Labour. Um, it began under the Tony Blair administration when the whole country didn't want to go to war in Iraq. And someone from the, a journalist from the BBC said that Blair and I think Alastair Campbell had sexed up the reasons for going to war in Iraq, amplified them, which they did. It was 100% true. But that journalist lost his job. The, C uh, the director general of the BBC lost his job over that. And ever since, they've been bent over backwards. One really interesting thing to have come out of this 
is the way that the public have have drawn lines between other things that have gone on. So the BBC is saying you, Gary Lineker shouldn't have a political opinion. Everyone's pulled up hundreds and hundreds of their own journalists, particularly news journalists and celebrities that work for them, attacking the previous Labour leader, General Remy Corbyn, absolutely crucifying, showing him in a car with Hitler, as Alan Sugar did. Um, and a lot of people have been coming out in support of Jeremy Corbyn, which is going to result in a second piece and attacking the absolute arse clown that is Keir Starmer. Sir Keir Starmer, the current leader of the worst Labour Party in my lifetime, which I'm going to do another piece on. They sat by, they let uh, Labour members actually attack Gary Lineker until the Court of Public Opinion was in, and then they all decided that they were all pro-Gary Lineker. <laughs> right, okay, good to know you stand for something, Keir Starmer. The dangerous, toxic thing that's happening here is that the only people that support the BBC are people that hate the BBC, hate public broadcasting and want it privatised. That's their friends. People that hate them and want to kill the BBC are now their only friends. So I think this may end up with um, the Director General and the... Um, chairman of the BBC both losing their positions and it will also hilariously have a massively negative impact on the Tory party's desperate grab for votes by attacking refugees as well. It actually hurts their policy. So all up a win I think. Well done Gary Lineker.